This is the Horse Radio Network. This is episode 850 of Horse Tip Daily. A different horse tip, a different equine topic, a different equestrian expert every day. Horse Tip Daily brings the world of equine knowledge to you, one day at a time. Greetings, horse people. Coach Jen here, and thanks for tuning in to Horse Tip Daily. Today's tip is an excerpt from the Western Radio Show. Co-hosts Alan Moorhead and Tammy Surratt ponder whether you can ever have too much desensitization. And we'll get right to our tip after this important message from StatelineTech.com. When the weather forecast calls for wind, rain, bone-chilling temperatures, or snow, look no further than StatelineTech.com to make sure your barn time is warm, dry, and stylish. StatelineTac.com has jackets and vests that keep you warm and dry from afternoon hacks in New England to break of dawn schooling sessions in Wellington. They also carry a wide selection of toasty warm breeches for schooling ring or show ring. They even have waterproof breeches for those days when Mother Nature is at her worst. And StatelineTac.com knows there's nothing more satisfying than having warm, dry feet at the barn, so they have beautiful winter boots for showing, weather-busting paddock boots for on the horse or off, and lots of rubber boots for mucking about. Surf over to StatelineTac.com today and choose from your favorite brands like Ariat, Debonair, Dublin, Mountain Horse, Carrots, Tough Rider, and many, many more. StatelineTac.com And you know, Tammy, on our on our previous show uh, where we had uh, uh, talking about the uh, Quarter Horse Hall of Fame, the AQHA Hall of Fame and Museum, Man, what a great show that was. That, that was really, really fun. And thank you to Melissa Lofton for joining us. Uh, and, and in some of our pet peeves that you and I were talking about in, in this little segment, uh, Lindsay Roche, uh, she uh, left a message on there about uh, being on trails and doing a lot of backpacking and, uh, and uh, mm-hmm. worried about how some horses aren't really educated or broke <laughs> out on the trail and one hitting her and running off and somebody saying, uh, you need to move over to the side of the trail. My horses don't like other horses on a trail or whatever. And, uh, and you had written back, yeah, some horses need a little more desensitization. What word am I looking for? Holy cow. Desensitization, Ellie. Desensitization. There you go. It's, I have to say it the Australian way. Desensitization is what I was <laughs> There you go. <laughs> You know what that reminds me of, Ellen? That reminds me of a bad warm-up arena. You know when you got people going everywhere and they're in your way and they're not uh, thinking. Yeah. So uh, yeah, that reminds me of that. And 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 the funny thing about that is is you can have a spot in an arena where everybody's going to be loping circles, and you see it at barrel races, you see it at pleasure shows. Uh, I bet you see it those shoots uh, to where there's probably room for maybe thirty horses, and there's fifty-five in there. And, you know, pretty much everybody's loping the same way. And then there's one clown that always wants to go the opposite way. And then you get mad at everybody else. I mean, you know, that's just that kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, it's, uh, my horse doesn't lope on that lead. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. Yeah. Well, counter canter. Learn how to ride, by golly. 
Doggone, just put him up there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, if you could ride him, it'd be all right. But but do you think, I, I kind of think that we can get our horses too desensitized a little bit. Uh, I was watching RFD, and it was one of the guys who one of those training videos and things, and I'm not going to mention no names. And honestly, like uh, you were talking to Buck a few minutes ago, I can't remember who it was. Uh <laughs> But but he had, like, a long lunge whip that had, like, two Walmart bags, sacks, plastic bags tied to the end of it. He kept, you know, shooting at the horse at the face and things like that and, you know, making him stand there, then tossing it across him, making it lay on him. Now, I'll sack one out when they're tied, and and uh, even when I ground tie them, you know, to the to the saddle pad and, and, and you know, towels over their heads and things like that. Uh but as far as something coming at them, I kind of think, and I don't know how you feel about this, but I don't want to take away the horse's natural flight and flee uh, because, like you and I were talking about a moment ago, if he's out in a, in a rainstorm standing under a tree and all of a sudden limbs and leaves and stuff start flying by, I want him to know to move on off. I mean, you know, uh, if we train him just to stand there, it's, uh, he could get hit, he could get hurt with something. How do you feel about all that? Yeah, I mean, I I think a horse will always go back to their natural instinct. You, you'd mm-hmm. hope they would, you yeah. know, in a situation like that. Funny thing I've noticed, I have a mare, Alan, who's really, really, really spooky. Yeah. And I rode past, I, I was making a cowboy curtain out under a tree yesterday, and I had all the pool noodles tied to ropes, and I was dragging them on handsome out to the pasture. There was like, there was like 15 pool noodles dragging behind me. Right. And my spooky horse was turned out. And walked past her, and I'm like, oh, this is going to be really interesting. And she did nothing. And I'm thinking, if I was on her and that happened, I would be in the dirt. <laughs> <laughs> so I thought it was really interesting yesterday how different the horse was in his natural environment as opposed to being under saddle. Right. So I don't know if you've ever found that, but that really surprised me yesterday. I swore that Manor was going to turn tail and run to the back of the pasture, but she didn't even move. She kept grazing. And I'm like, that's really weird. <laughs> but it was okay in that situation. So, I mean, you know, it worked. I guess. So, I know. Yeah. But yeah. I, and, and that's one thing, too. Natural. I mean, I was just wondering while I was watching that, I says, well, well, God, with that thing, you know, flying at him, is is it going to be to where it can come back to him? And, and you just hope it would. Uh if you wasn't tied and that kind of thing, and uh, uh, just to you think so. you don't want to want to ground tie a horse in a tornado right. and the sucker just stand there. <laughs> I just want them desensitized. I am ground tied. I just want them desensitized <laughs> enough that when I'm when I'm saddling them and I'm moving around with a, a saddle pad and the saddle mm-hmm. and such as that, uh, and, and I'll get them used to you know me taking off my hat and flagging it around and that kind of thing to where uh, they'll just kind of look at you at the corner and say, "That used to scare me. Now you just look dumb." <laughs> but. Uh, <laughs> That's really funny, Alex. It's it's just that kind of a thing, and uh, I just always like to have them that, like that. But anyway, that's I guess that's our our little uh, kind of training tips today on that. Uh. And that's a wrap. If you love listening to Alan and Tammy putting in their two cents on everything horse, along with fascinating interviews from around the equestrian world, you can tune in every week at WesternRadioShow.com. And don't forget to support our sponsors here on Horse Tip Daily because they really do make these podcasts possible. Today's podcast has been brought to you through the generous support of StatelineTAC.com.
The Horse Radio Network and the Horse Radio Network hosts are not responsible for statements of guests or their opinions. Use your own judgment when listening to the tips provided by the experts on Horse Tip Daily.